0: y'all welcome to queer walk the podcast this is money your friendly creator um and i just wanted wanted to come through um and shout out to queer walk the the page on tumblr we just reached 18,000 followers um and that's to me that's a big deal because the only blogs i know with like 18k are like porn blogs on Tumblr. So (laughs) shout out to us at Queer Walk um, for getting 18,000 followers. I love y'all because let me tell you, when I started Queer Walk, I didn't really know um, what to expect. I kind of started it out of anger because of being on um, Tumblr and seeing all these like lesbian pages or um, bisexual pages, queer women pages, and it was nothing but white women on them. So, you know, I started Queer Walk really in response to that. Like, I know we out here. I know we out here. And so let me create a space where we can submit and be seen and connect with each other. Um, And so that's what I did. And I thank y'all for helping me continue to create that space because, um, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm just pulled in so many directions that I can't give the page. The um attention I want, so thank y'all for like rocking with me through all of that and keeping it going. Without y'all submissions, the page wouldn't be possible. So and and also like sharing it and letting your friends know. Um, thank you so much for all of that. So I also wanted to give like a huge shout out to True Africa. They there's a piece on True Africa right now um, that shouted us out. Shout out Queer Walk Out as like a resource for uh queers of color, and thank you to at uh Shell Ot on uh, Twitter. She's the um, blogger who wrote the piece, uh, the writer, poet, teacher who wrote the piece. And again, that's at Shell Ot C H E L L E O T on um, Twitter. Michelle Woe, Thank you so much for shouting us out. Um, good looking out sis uh definitely will be in contact um hope to have you on one day but thanks for the shout out so yeah so that's why i wanted to come through and i also i kind of want to do today like a radio station because fuck it i'm by myself again and i hope i don't get sued for playing these songs um i'm not i'm not that uh famous yet so you know Ain't nobody going for real be turning me in for copyright infringement. Hopefully, I know better, cause I don't. I won't use no Beyonce shit, cause you know her uh team is vicious. Like damn, you can't even have YouTube videos up using her uh instrumentals. Uh, <laughs> so I'ma play like a few artists too, mostly especially because people ask me all the time when I'm playing music, like yo, who is that? Who you listening to? So I think I'll give a little bit of that in celebration of the 18K. Now with 18,000 followers, I would think that um the submissions would be rolling in and the inbox would be like out of control, but it's not. And so I'm thinking about that because when we were still a small page, I would say when we had like 700 followers, that's when we had the most interaction. Like I swear, the um inbox would be exploding every time I got on Tumblr and I couldn't like really handle it. So it kind of had me thinking in relation to, you know, the page has 18,000 followers. I don't know how everybody identifies, but to me, that's like a big group of people who are at least interested in queer women of color. And I know we out here, but where we at though? (laughs) Like I said, this is a submission-based blog, so where y'all at? What kind of stuff do y'all want to see on Queer Walk? I'm trying to, like, see, okay, well, what do we do now? Um, We have this space that I wanted to create as, like, a community space. Um, So, like, what we want to see, you know? Um, I know a lot of people submit their pictures and tell me, like, do people respond to y'all? Are y'all getting interaction from that? What's happening? Uh, Also, don't be afraid to throw your questions in the inbox. I think I'm going to start answering questions on here just because it's quicker for me. Like, I can get through a lot more questions just by reading it and answering it on here. Than, like, typing out responses. Uh, so, I'll just, like, hit you back if you send a question. And just be like, hey, check out this episode. the Whichever episode that I um, answer the question on. But, yeah. What do y'all want to see? Where y'all at, though? And then, like, in real life, too. Like, where y'all at? What do... Uh, What do we do? Where do the lesbians be at, y'all? Tell me. Tell me. Because I certainly don't know. (laughs) This weekend was a long weekend because of um, the 4th of July. And I sat in my house watching Little Women Atlanta. I promise y'all that's what I did. And so, very little interaction. So, even though there's, like, a huge uh, group of people following Queer Walk, there's not a lot of, like, back and forth. And so, I wonder if this, like, Tumblr is just not that platform. And I don't think so, because Black Tumblr be back and forth. Y'all know. Y'all see them posts where everybody be, like, talking and commenting. So, I'm like, okay, how can we do that on Queer Walk? yeah so in trying to like reimagine like what we can do with that space uh how can i do that like can i pose a question y'all tell me what y'all want to see also i'm looking for a new logo you know i'm trying to like (laughs) rebrand queer walk like i said when i threw it together i really literally threw it together y'all like i um i had experience with coding so that's like I did the original layout of Queer Walk, but other than that, like, I didn't have no experience of none of this. Um, So, the logo, I literally did, y'all, in paint. And it's cute. You know, it's gotten us to this point, but I'm really looking for something um, better. So, if you are, like, an artist out there, particularly if you're a queer woman of color out there that uh, is an artist, please hit me up. Um, I'm trying to get a new logo. I don't want it to be anything, you know, over the top and out the box. Uh, I, you know, something like simple and cool. Something that will grab somebody's eye, but also not over the top. And I know that sounds like contradictory, but, uh, work with me, work with me. Y'all know, I'm not an artist. I'm sure there's some artists out there like, yo, I could design a Queer Walk logo. Dope as shit. Hit me up. I'm trying to get a new logo. So, like, let your girl know. So, on this celebration today of um, hitting 18K followers, I did want to put it, and it is the 4th of July too, but you know, I'm not really big on 4th of July, you know, since um wasn't nothing independent about us on uh, July 4th, 1776. So, <laughs> um, I did, you know, I'm probably the only person who didn't leave a barbecue today with a to-go plate. Um, I'm, I'm not black and white right now. I should have had a big old play to uh, to go, to go, but I did not. Um, but I did get to DJ. So I'm just gonna, you know, throw in this first song, which is uh, by The Internet, one of my favorite, probably like my favorite band, who's headed by Sid the Kid, you know. Well, her fine ass. And so this first song is called Palace, and I'm just gonna play a little bit, because you know, ain't nobody trying to copyright in French. Uh, so yeah, let's get to it. To my palace, girl. Everything you ever wanted coming to my palace, girl. Even if you don't wanna stay, it's all. not owned by me. Shout out to the internet. Um and that is on uh Ego Death, uh which should have won something, damn. Like I know it was not they were nominated for like best group at the BET Awards too. Um and BET uh Future and Drake are not a group, uh, just to put that out there. I think that the internet should have took that trophy home just off the the, the pure fact that they are a group. Um, but now I want to get into a question from the inbox that kind of speaks to what I'm kind of feeling like, you know, where we at though. Um, that might that might be the name of this episode um, because it's kind of what I want to talk about later too. But somebody submitted to the inbox. Anonymous writes, Hey Queerwalk, I high key feel like this girl doesn't like me just because I'm not white. And it's more obnoxious than hurtful. But I really want a relationship with another woman of color. I'm just surrounded by white people who don't get me. And I'm just really over it. So it's not really a question. I guess it's more of a sentiment. And I definitely feel that anonymous. So so in my like social circle. Also a lot of the queer women who are of color. Be it Latinx, um, black, Asian. That I know are partnered with. White women or white people, um, I should say. And I guess I'm feeling like you. Like, it's more, like, obnoxious than hurtful. Like, damn. So we're all friends with one another, but we don't partner together. And I don't know what that's about. I know from... Speaking from my experience in um, starting to figure out my own sexuality, a lot of the spaces were... Coded as, if not predominantly white. So I would, like, show up. I remember when I first got on campus. I think that was when I first started saying, like, okay, I'm going to figure out this gay shit, right? And I show up to the uh, Gay Straight Alliance meeting, and it's all, like, white people with blue hair and piercings. And so it would make sense that being in that context surrounded by all these, like, white women, that that's who you would partner with. So sometimes I wonder, like, is that why... All of the queer women of color I know are partnered with white women because that's that's like sadly the landscape of queer spaces, or is it deeper than that uh you know I hate to take it there, but you know a lot of uh men men of color are are partnered with white women also <laughs> in uh this area so i don't I don't know if there's some kind of um like, recreation of the toxic shit that goes on in heteronormative spaces that we as queer women play out, too. So it's like, uh, and if y'all hear the um, fireworks, my cat is tripping out, too. Um, You know, I guess this is how we celebrate our country, whatever. But, yeah, so I wonder if some of that happens. Like, do we just start, like, creating, recreating, like, the shit we see straight motherfuckers do? Yeah, and speaking to, like, uh, women of color who won't date another woman of color, I just think that she got some shit she needs to unpack um, and work through. And that's not always bad. I think sometimes when we start talking about, like, work that we have to do around anything, be it our, um, you know, identities, uh, other people's identities, our understanding of... of. Uh, of what it means to be insert whatever here that whenever you tell somebody they got work to do, they think you like throwing shots at them or, or saying like they stupid or something. No, we all have room to grow. You know, I hope somebody always calls me on something because I always want to be that like person that's growing. Now that I say, always call me on something. I didn't say come for me because coming for me might get your, um, your neck checked, you know? <laughs> Um, I think there's a way there's a loving way that you help people grow versus like coming for somebody who holds a different opinion than you do or a different life view than you do. That's, that's just the bullshit. and I ain't with the bullshit. So I hope I'm answering, <laughs> answering your sentiment but it just like you know it hit me too. And then there was this moment where all the queer women of color I knew were partnering with white guys and I'm like what is this? Like Damn, I can't get a date (laughs) and the white dudes are pulling all the the queer women of color. Like, damn. And I think, I don't know. I wonder if... There's like so much there. So I know in, in where I'm at in life, I can't see myself being in a relationship with a white woman. uh, Because... When I think about, like, wanting to build a relationship, like, I'm looking for some shit that's gonna, you know, last. That I could build and grow with, you know. And there's just some spaces that I don't want to have to explain any parts of me. Um, and coming home to whiteness, to me, in a way, is just, like, another... It's, it's extra effort that I have to, like, put out that I'm just, like, not willing to do in this moment. Uh, and that's me right now, you know, or on July 4th, 2016. Um, I, I, I honestly don't see it, uh, changing in my, but, uh, you know, maybe it will. Maybe I'll meet some, like, magical white woman that will, like, sweep me off my feet and be my white savior. But, like, singleness never gets that, uh, it doesn't get to me that much to where I feel like, well, maybe I should just, like, open up to dating white women, Um, you know, there's, there's like a lot of layers to that one, because I feel like I'm still trying to understand what it is for me to be a woman of color in this world and maneuver through that space. And also like on some real shit, it's just, I'm just not attracted to white women in the same way that I am to women of color. Like, um, there's just, I don't know, like, uh, we all have desires that we don't really explain or don't know where they root from. And I just am attracted to women of color so and I don't know if that's because I was raised around women of color um that's because I've only had sexual experiences with women of color who knows but I wonder in like dating patterns if that happens with women who date white women like has that always been their dating context like is that always what you've been around or is there something else happening there like I think there can be there can, you can have good intentions with dating any population, right? Or you can be fetishizing or, like, trying to play out some real fucked up anti-people of color shit in dating white people. So, I, I think it, like, depends on your intentions. Um, but other than that, I just be trying to find where the to, where to honey dips at. Honey, oh, my God, I sound like my uncle oh my god but yeah like for real <laughs> um you know you you be swiping through the apps and you just don't see anybody and um if y'all got i mean maybe they all on soul swipe you know i did uh i did uninstall soul swipe maybe i need to get back on there all right so this next song that i want to get into is by Kalela or Kalela. i honestly don't know how to pronounce her name i've never heard it pronounced. But I usually call her Kalayla. If y'all know another pronunciation, let me know, cause I don't. I don't want to be like shading her, pronouncing her name wrong. You know, I gotta say her name correctly. Um, but it's called All the Way Down, and this is one of my favorite songs by Kalayla. Uh So y'all check it out, Kalayla, All the Way Down. The only way to sum it up is falling and roller coaster rush. I'm doing things that I don't do when I'm with you, kinda took me by surprise I love it and I don't know why You shot it and you got it, and I don't wanna fight it So hold me while we're taking this ride Now build it up, we tip down Give it for my baby, now I Kalayla with All The Way Down check her out I love her she's an amazing artist Uh, and she's a queer woman of color yeah holding it down that's where we at in music you either gotta be in music or uh some like obscure academic field to find a queer woman of color that's where we at like in um and geographical religion departments. And uh, like women and sexuality studies. Or musical artists. <laughs> That's it. That's where we at. Like DJs and shit. But I guess I wanted to end this episode of where we at though. With a, a Queer Walk Dating Chronicles a tragedy. Because I don't, I, didn't, I don't have nobody else to talk to today. So I'm going to just put this out there y'all y'all give me some uh support around it so you know like I've been talking about I guess this whole time like it's hard finding other queer women of color who are also interested in queer women of color to date right so that means our dating pool is small and so I have this friend who I used to be really close friends with three years ago when I first moved to upstate New York and we used to kick it all the time it was really cool you know and then like moved away so I like in that process they like cut communication with a lot of the people we that they used to be tight with. So we wasn't really friends anymore and I haven't heard from them in in a hot minute. It's been a minute, y'all. So, you know, whatever. We are, we were we're loosely connected now, right? So this girl that they used to talk to, again, this I mean, this used to be my ace boonie, one of my ace homies like three years ago and we don't talk now so this girl that they dated before hit me up uh you know i guess it goes down in the dms um <laughs> and so she hit me up we were messaging it wasn't anything freaky you know it wasn't no like uh snapchats nothing being sent um shout out to the fireworks though but um yeah but she did message me so we talked for a little while you know just you know like how's your day going what are your aspirations for life you know lesbians get real deep with the questions real quick like damn so you know as we were talking about like home and our definitions of home you know all that metaphysical shit uh we exchanged numbers and so she texted me one day and was like I hope this isn't weird, but would you want to go to lunch with me? And I'm like, sure. Now, I don't know if she knows that I know that she used to holla at my homie. Like, I don't know if that's shared knowledge. Or if I just know that she used to holla at my homie. And they dated for a minute. That should also be stated. Like, like they were they dated and then they were together for like six months. And y'all know six months in a lesbian relationship is like four years bitch like that's a long ass time for some lesbians so um so it was a significant relationship and so i was like damn i wonder if she knows that or if that's just my knowledge but anyway i went to lunch with her um (laughs) and i kind of i so i felt bad about it initially because i was like damn you can't like go out with someone that your friend used to talk to but in real life like I said, the dating pool is small. And in upstate New York, just fuck it. It's like seven of us. So I'm like, well, in in all reality, we're going to date each other's exes. And I don't even talk to them anymore. Like this old friend. So ah, I let myself off the hook and I went to lunch. Lunch was great, y'all. So we talking, we chopping it up, you know. Um, we had a really good conversation. And it there was like these in ins and outs that I couldn't really like read you know so so there was like uh, a comment made around like oh you know the thing about lesbian relationships is that you know there's always the opportunity like we could actually date each other and I'm like yeah, so I didn't know if she was trying to build a friendship with me or more, but it's cool, whatever, you know, because I don't have a lot of uh, lesbian friends either. But I don't have a lot of lesbian friends, so it was like cool to get to know her as a friend too. And then, so that was Wednesday of that week, and then Saturday of that week, we kicked it and watched Lemonade, yes, um, and like cuddled y'all. Like, we cuddle so hard. So, I'm a cuddler, but but I have not been in relationships with people who like to cuddle or be held or hold me or, like, play in my hair or shit like that. I haven't done stuff like that since, like, high school, right? So, like, high school of, like, playing around in queerness of, like... Oh, um, you're just my best friend that I have a crush on. Like, why can't I be, why can't you be my girlfriend? Oh yeah, cause girls don't date girls, that's weird. Like, I haven't cuddled since those days. So, to me, you know, it was like, I don't know, significant. So, you know, we kept texting, talking or whatever. And I don't do good with ambiguity. I've been like, accused of being very uh, aggressive. I guess you would call me like, an aggressive femme or whatever. Because I don't do good with the ambiguity, I want to know, like, yo, what is this? So, are we friends? Are we getting to know each other? Just, like, let me know, right? So, that was Saturday, the following Tuesday. So, I'm telling you, this is, like, quick, you know? This is lesbian speed. I'm like, so, are we, are we, like... So, what are you looking for? Because you told me that you saw me on Tinder, and then you decided to message me on Facebook. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know... I just don't think I need a relationship right now. Like, um, you know, I'm working on a lot of things in my life. And when I tell y'all that threw me and I was so confused, I was just like, wow. So we were like messaging and had date-ish. I don't know if it was a date or whatever. Um, What do you consider a date? I was like, oh, okay. And we had like a lot of conversations that just felt like conversations that you would ask someone that you were trying to get to know intimately. So that threw me and I hope this damn I hope this podcast come out all right because this noise is like serious from these fireworks. Never record on the 4th of July. God damn. Um, and it ain't even dark yet. What the fuck? I, I guess I always have these like dating fumbles. Of thinking that, yo, this might be something. And then it's not. And so I had, oh my God, if she hears this. Oh, Lord. There's not a lot of anonymity when you <laughs> in a small ass community. But I had, I guess, something similar happen um, with a, a Queer Walk dating Chronicles misstep. I went to this conference on race and ethnicity and met this woman. Y'all, I swear, I like fell in love. She's just dope as fuck. Have you ever met somebody that is just like... I don't know if I want to be you. If I want to be with you. <laughs> like, she was, she was that type of person. Like, her haircut, her glasses, her swag. Like, everything. It was just... Everything was on. Like, physically, of course, right? She's gorgeous. Fucking gorgeous. But then, like, talking to her also. She's genius. And if anybody knows me, like, that's... That's the shit that gets me going. Like, when you can... When you can say something that I've never thought of before, you got me. Like, right there. <laughs> so, so I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, this feels like love at first sight, you know? So, I had a big, huge crush on her. Uh, we talked while we were at the conference, you know. Again, nothing, nothing severe or getting a romantic or shit. But we was just, you know, just kicking it. There was definitely flirting coming from me. But the way I flirt is... Like, I do intellectual, like, mind tricks in hopes that you are so confused and thrown off by me that you just come around and ask me questions and then I tell you I love you. Ah! (laughs) I don't have no game, y'all. I'm just a nerd and it comes out when I'm trying to flirt so who knows if she picked up on me flirting or not, but again I'm telling y'all, I don't do good with ambiguity so I hit her up after the conference, called her, right I'm on the way to go see Beyonce you know, Beyonce be giving me like the courage I need to step to women like, thank you B, you know like, just I just be you know, feeling myself listening to B. so you know, I call her, I'm on my way to go to see Beyonce, and I'm like uh, I don't know if you notice, but I can't stop thinking about you and ever since the conference, like I I just realized that I can't stop thinking about you. And she's like, yeah, you know I am pretty, like awesome, right? Typical Pisces answer. I'm like, okay. So I didn't know from that conversation if if she was like taking me serious or if she knew that I had a crush. well, she clearly knew I had a crush on her, but if she if it was like reciprocal, I didn't know. So my not- <laughs> my not doing well with ambiguity ass, I text her and I like need her to know, right? Like, okay, I legit have a crush on you. So, um, I text her. I was like, I don't know how your weekend's going. Um, but, so I was just checking in on you. I got to see a lot of my friends this weekend. You know, I told my childhood friend that I have a a crush on you. So I guess it's official. She texts me back. That sounds like a solid weekend. It sounds like I got curved, didn't it? I got curved, y'all, didn't it? Damn. Damn. <laughs> so, um those are those are my two most recent uh Queer Walk Dating Chronicles and it's uh it's tragedy over here. So I hope it's going better for y'all. Um, hit me up. Let me know if y'all have any uh, queer walk dating chronicles. If y'all have any comments about mine, I think this, this this might be a tragic, uh, <laughs> continuing uh, segment. Cause I'm telling y'all, it happens a lot for me. Cause I don't do, I don't do like the flirty for very long. I'm very clear about how I feel, and I think it's gotten me in some really good situations. You know, I think some of my best relationships have come out of me being like, so so your mom, what we doing? But then it also gets me curved hella hard. So, (laughs) hit me up. Give me feedback on the podcast. Any uh, topics y'all want me to cover. Again, if you send it in questions, I'll get them in on here. Thank y'all so much for the 18K. Let's try to get to 20. Continue to grow, Queer Walk. If you ever want to be a guest on here, just hit me up. We can talk about something. Because, um, like I said before, me sitting here having a conversation with Audacity, it feels weird. So, we're trying to build community. I'm trying to pull y'all in. So, hit me up. I am Melanated Money Or Motion. And that's M E L A N A T E D M O N E Y. Melanated Money. Uh, so, and of course, Queer Walk. Continue to hit the page, continue to submit. Love y'all. Deuces. Let me get out of here because this noise in the background is going to be ruining this take. So, bye y'all.